Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back on Inside Black and Gold. Jeff Nowak alongside Steve Geller. Saints getting ready to shoot out West. But do they want it to be a shootout? Mm. No. Steve, have you ever been to SoFi? No, I've not done SoFi at all. It sucks. I don't like it. This will be your second trip already, huh? Second trip this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like it. I don't think it's a very nice stadium. It's just this really expensive stadium that was built That's to look shame. good. I, it's like, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to describe, but it's like, it's very expensive. <laughs> but the expense seemed to be put into making it look fancy rather than actually being comfortable or nice. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. But typical LA seems like we'll make it yeah. look good, but yeah. not functional. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about aesthetics, but it's yes. not like you built a stadium where it rains inside. Right. Yeah. And and it seems like you're in for more of that this weekend. Or well, this yeah, that it's third supposed day, to huh? rain. It's supposed to rain. But right. at least, you know, I, we haven't had a rain a rain game since I've been on the sideline, like a real rain game. Like it rains inside, quote unquote, but I don't need to wear a jacket, right? Like it's not that kind of rain. Um, so I've been able to avoid that, thankfully. I'm sure if I do this job long enough, I will not. But I did buy a raincoat just in case. Oh, yeah. So, you still got a trip to Tampa coming up where it could rain plenty. This is true. This is <laughs> true. But it won't be cold. So at least there's that. But uh, yeah. And so we we got to catch up with Mark Slareth on, on the show this week and I, I, I always I've always thought Mark is very insightful when he calls a lot of these games. He's called Saints games and uh, he always makes some good points. So this is what he had to say about, you know, the Saints going out west and, and, and playing that game and what they should be trying to do more importantly. And so here's that. It'd be a tough one. I think one of the things that people don't really kind of have a grasp of is, you know, people think you're going to go out to to to. Uh, to L.A. and, you know, and get in a shootout, you'll lose. Um, like, that's not how you're going to win that football game. And I got actually from from your former coach now in Denver. He's like, that's, that's not how you do it. You, you go, what is it going to take to win this game? Like, how are we going to get – how are we going to how are we gonna win this game? And one of the things Sean told me a long time ago was you, you never go on the road and try to get in a shootout. You try to you try to almost win those things ugly, right? You run the ball, you control the tempo of the game, you get the opponent's offense to start counting possessions. So if you can control the tempo, you control the run game, you can control um, the time of possession. You know, all of a sudden you get in deep into the second quarter, and, and the other offense has had three possessions, 
and a normal game is about 12 possessions, and they may get one more in that in that first half. And so you're going, well, we got four possessions in the first half. If they hold us to another four possessions, you know, you're talking about eight possessions. And then you start going, well, we got to score every time. And so that's when you get out of your rhythm, and that's when you get out of your play calling, and that's when you you become one-dimensional. And when you become one-dimensional, that's when the Saints – can rush the passer, can blitz the passer, can create a turnover, tip ball, you know, for interception, pick six. Like, that's how you win a game on the road. So you never you never sit there and go, hey, we scored a bunch of points a week ago or whatever. Now we're going to go into the Rams and we're going to run them out of the stadium. That's, that's not how you're going to win this game. So you've got to be smart about the way you prep, especially when you go on the road. Makes sense, obviously. Yeah, no, and I think that's, that's it's a good point. And then, like, I think the Saints, if they win this game – it's, you know, you're going to have to score points, right? Like, you're not going to be able to win this game. The Like, you, the Saints haven't allowed a touchdown in two weeks. The Rams are going to score. Like, this is not going to be that type of game. It's not going to be a 13-9 to game, right? Like, this is not a game where you're going to go out there and say, okay, if we just don't make any mistakes on offense, we'll win. That said, I agree completely. You cannot allow this Rams team to just go up and down the field on you. And it is an offense that is capable of doing that. You got to yeah. stop the run. You got to keep them in long, third and long. And that's what the Saints did against the Giants as well as I've ever seen mm. in terms of you not only stop the run on first down, you did it on second down, right? Like they, I think the Giants were what, two of 16 on third down, something like that. And more, at least nine of them were third and seven or longer. I think the Giants average goal to go on third down was like third and 10. Like they were constantly in third and long situations. And while you're never going to be perfect in those situations, it makes your life so much easier. And to me, that's like you're talking about the pass rush and it's it's never just, well, the pass rush is better now than it was. It's you're giving the pass rush opportunities to get after the passer. And, you know, I think Kyron Williams has been good. It's not a guy you look at and be like, we can't stop that guy. Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. You know, I keep calling him like Koopa and Puka. Koopa and Puka. Koopa <laughs> sounds and like uh, characters in Super Mario Brothers yes. or something. Yes, it sounds like, yeah, like a Koopa, Koopa Troopa. Troopas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, but they're good. Tyler Higby's good, right? They have playmakers. And they're and getting Tutu back. They got Tutu back. Koopa, Puka, and Tutu. What is this? What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> um, and Kyron. You know, like a lot of you know what I, I will say, you know, like the beginning of the season, you look at the schedule and everything, and I just remember, you know, like Bobby Abair saying, Oh, the toughest quarterback we have to face this year is Trevor Lawrence. Eh, I, I, shout out to Matthew Stafford because he's having a hell of a season on it. I think we kind of wrote him off a little too soon. There are only four quarterbacks, four active NFL quarterbacks who have won a Super Bowl. Can you name wow. them? Well, I guess tech, technically, is Carson Wentz considered active or no? He didn't start, so I don't give him credit for that. All right, so Stafford. He wasn't Mahomes. active for the Super Bowl. What's that? So, no, he's not. No, he, he's not. He doesn't count. Stafford Mahomes. Think AFC. You should get one. The other one's more difficult. I don't know. Hit me. I don't want to waste everyone's time. Well, Russell Wilson, right. obviously, with the Broncos. The other one is Carson. I'm sorry, not Carson. Uh, Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, man. He wanted yeah, here. Joey Flacco. He wanted in New Orleans. Joey, That's yes. very true, right? The Bravens. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, like 
And there's a reason Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl. Like, it's not that it's not like he just like rode the bus. <laughs> like he helped drive that team to a Super yes. Bowl. Like he had a, a lot of weapons. The bus. Right. And yeah, yeah, he drove the bus. Right. He didn't just ride the bus. <laughs> and there's like, you know, it's funny because I haven't had time to really go through the film on these short weeks. For me personally, all I have time to do is go back and look at key plays and see how they went. And, you know, like there was a play against the Giants where I was like, how did Aziz Ojolari not get there? It was the third and 16 to A.T. Perry. And you go back and you look, and he did get there. He actually hit Derek Carr's arm as he was throwing, but somehow it almost kind of like the way he hit it, it just kind of like sped up the motion more so than messed with it. So it's like he was throwing it, and then the back of his shoulder, like kind of, or the back of his elbow just got kind of like this. So he's like that. But it was still an on-target throw, and it's just kind of funny. Like that's Those are the type of plays that I go back and look at. And but there's a there's one throw in this game from Matt Stafford. I tweeted it, and you know he makes every now every like at least once or twice a game he makes throws that you're just like oh that's right you're really freaking good <laughs> uh, and he has guys who can go out and make plays on it too. And when he's in his bag, he is tough to beat. And he was in his bag that Super Bowl season. I think he's in his bag right now. He's playing really well. So we'll it's helped obviously getting cut back in the mix. Puka's had a heck of a rookie season. And yeah, like you mentioned with Kyron, it's like he's not the the most explosive back in the NFL, but man, he's been getting it done for them. And they've got like, I don't even know if Sean McVay has a running back by committee going on, but I feel like they've got tons of running backs over there. I think people also sleep on Tyler Higby. Um, As, yeah, absolutely. And we should he's not actually a, he's a legitimately good tight end that no one <laughs> talks about. Like he's not great. Like he's not the in the in the George Kittle conversation, right? Uh, you know, like the the Travis Kelsey conversation, but he's very good and he's he very sure handed right. and he makes plays. He had a toe tapping catch in this game that I saw it and initially I was like, Oh, that's probably it's gotta be Cooper Cup. Like that's not a play a tight end makes. Right. But that was a play that Tyler Higby made. And so that's gonna be it's gonna be one to watch. Um, before we before we move on, uh, you know, I, I, I talked about At Perry in that last segment. And I did, you know, every, I, there was a there was that play that he got the uh, he got the pass interference called on uh, on the Giants defender, and Derek Carr told me that he was like, "Oh yeah, that I think it would have been caught if if not for the foul." And I agree completely because. I got a very good look at it because uh, it was another play that if I was looking down at my phone, I might have lost a limb. Uh, <laughs> and, and here I want to—I I clipped it out because I am a narcissist. And here you go. That's what you sent me because I was like, "What is this play?" <laughs> That's me in the back of the end zone. Yeah, because I saw the flag being tossed. No, where is you? You don't see me? Oh, okay, yeah, standing yeah, up. Yeah. I had to like because I was kneeling at the corner of the end zone, and then At <laughs> sprinting directly towards me, and I was like, "Oh." And uh, and you can see, you know, I can give a thumbs up to the ref here and then move on. That's what <laughs> I did. I sent you this. But, you know, it's funny. Like, I don't know. It doesn't seem to matter where I stand. Everyone just runs at me. You're a magnet. Yeah. But uh, this would have been caught, you know, and like that's the that's the difference between having a guy that forces the defender to make a play and not. I'm hoping for you that you never have like Tano Passigno running your way. You have to get out the way. That would be much more difficult to do. Yes. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Um, but all right, let's 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 close this out with X factors. Let's start on defense, and we'll start with you. So, Steve, who is your defensive X factor? Let's hear it. Definitely want to. I'm going back to that D line again, um, and I'm I've been impressed with what the rookie's been doing, and I want to see more growth from Brian Brzee. Uh, love what he's doing and getting involved more and more with this uh, pass rush uh, where I feel like he excels. Definitely uh, the run game is something we know he's got to work on, but if you keep that pressure on Stafford, make him uncomfortable because we know he's not going to take off and tuck and run the ball at all. So yeah, you got a, a quarterback staying still, just make his life difficult uh, from everybody. But like I said, I've been really impressed with Brzee and hoping he can keep building on that. Yeah. See, I, I, I think I, I don't, Think it, I think it's going to be on the secondary in this game. I think this is going to be the most yeah. difficult challenge you've faced in terms of a quarterback who can make elite throws and can and can put dimes on people and That's receivers right. that can get yeah. open and and beat man on man man to man coverage. Right, like you're going to play man to man on the outside and you're going to ask Ike Adam and Paulson Debo to lock up on Cooper Cup and and uh, Puka Nakua and. You know, while yeah, sure, they'll move guys around, they'll throw guys into the slot. Like you're gonna have to deal with two two in the outside too. But like I think that those matchups, right? Like how how can Paulson Adebo and Ike Adam fare in when when you got when you got Cooper Cup and third and medium and you just gotta lock down and make his life difficult. And if you can do that, 
then this game is going to be much easier. If Cooper Cup eats and goes off, you know, you can't stack up against the run because you got to send a little extra help to one side or the other. Like, to me, that's the X factor. And I, I have, I actually, I feel pretty confident. Like, I know Cooper Cup is excellent. He's going to get, he's going to get his, but you can't let him take over the game. If he goes 10 catches for 160 yards, something like that, the Rams win this game, you know? And, and so in big moments, I need Paulson Adebo and Ike Adam to come up big. I need Alante Taylor to play big too. But to me, that's the X factor is how do the, how do the Saints corners cover? Uh, because, you know, the, the Rams offensive line is good. It's not great, but they haven't a lot of ton of sacks this year. And Matt Stafford gets the ball out fast. He gets the ball to the right targets. It processes quickly. So if you can cover, if you can give him, give the defensive line that extra half second uh, because you're making Matt Stafford hold the ball, pat the ball one extra time, yeah. you know, like he's not gonna burp. I think I heard someone <laughs> say that. I heard I can't remember who it was. I think it was whoever called the Ram, whoever called the Falcons game. They, they were like, Desmond Ritter was just standing there patting the ball. It's like he's not not gonna burp, you gotta throw it. That was funny. <laughs> but uh yeah, like to, to me, that's the matchup. Um and and I, and I I'm confident about it. I thought like I don't think Ike Adam is a is a mirage. I think he's been that good. No, it's amazing when you look at all the passes defense numbers from the Saints secondary. It's been very impressive this year. And yeah, like you said, uh, we've talked about it before. Unfortunately, Yadam's going to get paid, and I just don't know if it's in New Orleans, unfortunately. That's a problem for next year. I'm not, right, I'm not exactly. talking about that right now. Right now, yeah. I want him to earn as big a deal as he can. <laughs> make yourself unpayable. Um, Please, like, make, right. make your place so well that there's no way the Saints can afford you. That's what the Saints need right now. Moving on, offense. Who, who's your X factor on offense? I'm being lazy here. I'm going with the old line in general, too. Uh, concerns, obviously. No Ram check. I thought they did a hell of a job last week, obviously. Uh, but, man, you got, you know, all bets are off when you got Aaron Donald now in the building. Uh, and just in general, I was surprised to see, though, the Rams sack numbers dead even with the Saints. What's up with that? Well, I mean, the Saints sack numbers, when you know, they, they wouldn't be if the Saints didn't have seven sacks last week, <laughs> right? So, I mean, that helps. I mean, like, think about this. The Saints have 11 sacks over the last two weeks. So, I mean, you could say the Rams have just been consistent and the Saints have been terrible and have gotten better. Right. But, no, I mean, I, I think that's fair. You know, Aaron Donald, he's, he's a defensive tackle, but he's not really a defensive tackle. I mean – in the sense that, you know, you'll see him everywhere. He's not just going to yeah. line up inside. He's going to line up at the on the edges. You know, he's going to be constantly moving around. So you're going to, you know, the plan for him is going to be a little bit more complicated than the plan would have to be for a Kayvon Thibodeau, who you you at least know where he's going to be. You know, so they, they might move him from right to left, but he's always going to be on the outside, you know, and he's going to be on Cesar Ruiz. It's going to be on James Hurst. I am worried about what happens when he ends up over James Hurst and you can't send help. I love me some James Hurst, but not in that matchup at all. And so, you know, it's like, I, it's going to be a lot. It's like Eric, Eric needs to be able to work over and help whichever guard is lined up against Aaron Donald. Cause he can wreck a game. Um, May the odds be in your favor, Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and Derek needs, and that's on Derek too. Like he needs to understand where Darren Donald is at all times and get the ball out. Like you can't allow sack fumbles. You can't do like any, and, and it's to his credit. He's been very good at that. Like the saints offensive line has not been good and he deserves credit for the fact that they've only allowed what 28 sacks, 27 sacks, something like that. It's like, it's not because the offensive line is suddenly the, you know, yeah, like the, the Cowboys, right. <laughs> it's because the quarterback and the offensive line are kind of working in tandem and the ball is coming out. Yes. 
Um, and you've been able to avoid third and long situations where he has to stand back there and kind of allow routes to get downfield. I did think it was funny. I got a kick out of it. There was a there was a Power Rankings article. I think it was Pro Football Network. They were talking about Baker Mayfield's day and 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 uh, Derek Carr's day, and they talked about Derek Carr against the Giants, and they said uh, uh, low risk. It was a low risk performance. Um, and then they talked about Baker Mayfield's day, and it was like efficient as ever. Well, like Baker was twenty three for twenty eight. Derek was twenty four for twenty eight. Or so they were both like in that exact same range. Baker had a bunch of more yards because Chris Godwin had like 80 yak yards and like I think Baker had 190 yak yards of his in his total and and Derek had like 90 and it's like no it's not it's it's the same game you look at the pass chart and it's basically this you know in terms of like Baker didn't attempt a pass more than 20 yards down the field Derek pet attempted one to Rashid they both had one touchdown that went more than 20 yards but it's just like perception is everything and, you know, it's crazy how when you are throwing at Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, it seems like uh, you're efficient as opposed to low risk. Um, but, you know, Derek's been playing well. And uh, so hopefully that can continue. For me, you know, I feel like we, we talked about A.T. Perry. So I, I don't think he's the X factor in this game. I think it's going to be on offense it's gonna be yeah whether you can stop aaron donald i'm just gonna double up on what you said because it really is like if he can if aaron Aaron wrecks the game you know like we've seen Derek go out with injuries like that's what i'm a little worried about in this game is aaron donald could just get set loose and in the midway through the third quarter you're thinking oh is Jameis winston gonna be able to lead a comeback right and I, I, I just, I don't want to see that like that. We've watched that movie play out so many times. And I, and it, if that ends up being the case again, it ends up being the story of the season. Because if you, if that happened in this game and you lose, I think you're, you, you, you're not sticking a fork in them completely, but it's going to be a real tough road to, to come back. And you're going to end up having, to, if, if you lose this game to the Rams, like we talked about in the Charlie, the segment, Charlie, um, the, to me, the only route you have left is, man, hopefully the Jaguars can beat the Bucks on Sunday because you still have a chance to beat both of those teams, but you're going to lose the tiebreakers with the Bucks and the Rams. So you like this game is so important. And you like I just I want to see the Saints team come out and put in a four quarter performance out. That's going to be tough. Thursday night games are tough. You don't get the prep. You, know, you spend a lot of time on a plane. <laughs> We'll see. But that's I, I agree. I think that's spot on is how the offensive line handles the Rams pass rush is going to be the X factor on offense. Yeah, Saints fans know all too well. We've seen Aaron, Aaron Donald wreck Drew Brees before. We don't need them crashing the car, so to speak. Yeah, he, he broke his thumb, right? That, that, yeah. that was the hit that uh, and the Saints went 5-0 and after that. Um, which is wild. Thanks, Teddy, who's going to retire <laughs> after this season, go coach high school football, which good for him. You know, I think he'd be a fun high school coach. Yeah, there was definitely, you know, you talk about the love for Jameis in this locker room. Man, oh man, the the players sure did love them some Teddy Bridgewater. He should be in the in the Saints Hall of Fame just for that, just for that five five game run alone. <laughs> for for and for a, riding his bike to the dome. Build a statue of of Teddy outside the stadium going like this. <laughs> I think everyone would be like, yes. Yes, exactly. But all right, that's that's all I got. Anything else you want to hit before we get out of here? No, man, hoping we can stay on this roll. It's been a lot of fun and definitely hoping for postseason football. I know we're not in that let's tank for the you know the, the draft. I don't want to start talking about mock drafts right now. Forget that. 
Nope, we're not the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, I saw Arthur Smith today. You know, not being non-committal about the future of their head coach. It ain't looking good for Arthur Smith. I don't care what anyone says. Well, it's like you can't. Like I, I talked about this. Like there's an iceberg, and the Saints avoided it. And the thought, like the Falcons, just were like, "What's an iceberg? Oh no, we're on the ground!" You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the ship just splits in half and sinks. You know, and I was like, "Oh my God, who, who was supposed to? Who was on iceberg duty? What the hell?" <laughs> you know, and then, and then you just got some guys like drunk in a closet somewhere. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, for me, that just the, the question then becomes, what's going to be the future of the GM? You know, Terry Fontenot, we know well. Will he be part of the guys on the chopping block, or, or does he survive kind of thing? That's their problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'll, I'll react to it, but I'm not predicting it. Anyway, this is Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Got all the way to the end. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Uh, we'll be at Thursday Night Football. I'll be on the sidelines. Uh, Mike Haas calling the game along with Deuce McAllister. Steve will be doing the pregame and the postgame and whatever else he wants to do throughout the day. Check him out at Steve Gelly WWL. I'm Jeff Nowak at Jeff underscore Nowak. Check out WWL. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, do that. And uh, otherwise, we'll be back at you probably Friday, I think, is when we'll be able to record. I'll be out in L.A., so we'll have to figure that out. But we will get that to you, I promise. And hopefully it's a post-win pod and not a bourbon sad cast. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, a, a happy bourbon cast. Right. Happy bourbon cast. But all right. Who dat? Go Saints. Be easy, y'all. Let's get three in a row. Who dat? Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.